As an industry, we've made it our business to learn about games, how they work, about their resonance, and their successes or failures, but there's human side to the industry as well. My name is Paul James, and welcome to Dev Diary, a series that explores and celebrates the incredible feats of the people behind the games as we dive into their stories, the highs, the lows, and everywhere in between. In this episode, I'm joined by Harrison Gibbons, current programmer at Massive Monster. So join us as we explore his journey. So today I'm joined by Harrison. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. It's a, it's a privilege. I've seen lots of, um, well, I've, I've watched or listened, sorry, to um, quite a few of your episodes and a lot of people awesome. that I know. So it's pretty cool to be like, you know, on it myself. <laughs> one, one of the crowd. Yeah, I'm just kind of gradually one by one ticking off anyone who might have potentially worked on Cold of Lamb in some way, shape or form. If someone ah. worked on the game for like a day, I'll probably end up chatting to him at some point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the well, way things are going. Who have you done so far? You've got Jay, you've Julian, done, done years Julian? and years ago. Jay, yeah, Will, Julian. yourself. Will, yeah. You haven't done Jim yet? No, not Jim yet, but we'll, we'll okay. get there, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll get on Jim P. All right, cool. Yeah, no, we'll get through it. We'll, <laughs> we'll just, yeah, one of these days, yeah, it'll be the kind of, the, I'll have the set. Yeah, it'll be like, <laughs> a, it's like trading cards, isn't it? Or just, yeah, like a, I guess to use in game language, a tarot card. We'll have the whole oh. set. Oh, yeah. Oh, you play, Very you on the play. nose. Yeah, very good. <laughs> the world is losing its mind over the game at the moment. We're gonna we're gonna get into Cult of the Lamb and all those sorts of cool things shortly. But this is Dev Diary, a series where we talk to developers from throughout the industry. They share their stories, their experiences, and the journey that's led to this current point in time. But before, as I mentioned, before we get to the likes of Cult of the Lamb and and some other you know cool little titles you've worked on over the journey, I'd like to rewind to a point before all that and talk about some of your first gaming experiences. Do you, by chance, recall what the first game or even what some of the first games were that you that you played or encountered? Yeah, I, I I had to think about this before you know before calling you know because I was like this is a question that's going to be asked. He asked it on every it's other every other. Episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm too predictable now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had a good think. Um, I feel like the the first kind of games that I started with, like Need for Speed, um, Underground Two, I think a bit of Tony Very Hawk nice. as well. Um, they were on the PlayStation 2 days. That's that's like as far back as I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's the PS2 days. I don't that's know me. if I had anything before that. Uh, as well as like Pokemon Diamond yep. on the, the DS. DS. Was, oh God, I spent a lot of time on Pokemon. Um, and of course, Minecraft. I mean, Minecraft back before it was... Um, back when it's like a, a web browser oh you know it like, is going back yeah yeah back when it was just like creative on yeah on the web that was good fun and then um and yeah that's that's kind of as far back as i can go really <laughs> i don't no, really remember fair. anything before that <laughs> did you have any particular favorites or even you know, i mean you kind of touched on i guess to begin there you started talking about tony hawk and a need for speed and kind of tonally there's a there tends to be a bit of a feeling about those was there a particular favorite or kind of favorite genre or anything like that that you gravitated towards oh man i don't know i just kind of whatever i could get my hands on really back then i'd play um yep. nothing in particular i you know i feel like my later years is when i started getting towards the first person shooters like modern warfare yep. 2 and those those kind of ones counter-strike um but yeah but you know back back in the early days it was like you know car racing skateboarding like the stuff that you kind of like when you're 12 years old or yeah. <laughs> wherever, however old i was then and then but otherwise yeah you know I, I mean i like cars now but can't say i'm exactly much of a skater or anything but that's fair <laughs> yeah that's right yeah. i mean yeah it was kind of interesting there kind of hearing yeah, i guess those first two that kind of flagged the interest were need for speed and tony hawk they're not the same sort of game but they kind of have that same sort of feel so it was kind of, but then obviously pokemon is a far quite a yeah. contrast to those so it'd be kind yeah of yeah that's um, when I think my, my my true nerdiness came out is when I went for Pokemon because you know stay you know really nice. so and, and the Minecraft that's what I was like yeah so, you know I'm a gamer now. Sweet and <laughs> I mean you obviously mentioned yeah kind of kind of touched on the first person shooters. Is there is there a particular favorite or like even to this day is there anything that you really look back on fondly? Oh yeah, Modern Warfare Two. I mean Modern Warfare Two remake whatever comes out in a couple of months, so I'm pretty yeah. pretty excited about that. But I spent so much time on. On Modern Warfare 2, like trick shotting and quick scoping and making YouTube videos and clans and all that thing back in the early days. I know the sort, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, like moved on to Counter Strike a little bit um, later. I was a bit late to the to the global offensive kind of. Yep. Uh, you know, everyone, you know, before everyone was on it, but yeah, I love that. You know, watching the CS:GO matches and all that. I've, I've always loved it. Um, 
and yeah, I mean, I've kind of wanted to make some first-person shooter games, but that's unfortunately not something that's too easy to do by yourself or <laughs> with a small team. Plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Sledgehammer in Melbourne. You know, yeah, there. just <laughs> move up the road and yeah, and exactly. Start working with them. Um, <laughs> I guess on that a little bit. So the dream is there to kind of be involved in a first-person shooter of some sort, I presume? Well, yeah. I mean, that was what I was interested before, like, coming on to Massive Monster and doing, uh, like, indie stuff. Um, it's definitely a dream. I don't know if it's the current dream, but I think I'd still love to work on some sort of... I mean, COD, to be honest, because it's, like, yeah. started at, you know, it was kind of, like, what really got me into gaming and probably got me into game development in a way. So it's, like, it kind of comes full circle to work yeah. on a, you know, a Call of Duty game. Pretty would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. Um, who knows? I mean, people uh, who might be playing... Cold to the Lamb right now. Just maybe stay tuned. There's potentially a first-person update coming to Cold to the Lamb. At oh some point. yeah, <laughs> um, oh, and I'm sure good. ways we can kind of shoot a few things around. There's there's magic skills in here. Why not? There you mm-hmm. go. That works. Yeah, Done. Yeah, yeah. I've had requests for guns in Cold to the Lamb, so eventually it might it might happen. I'm not sure. So maybe. if it happens, you'll know exactly why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Was there? And I guess we kind of touched on it a little bit there. Was there an experience or even a collection of them that kind of guided you towards the the pursuit to actually create games yourself? Because I guess. You know, we, we've discussed a lot on the, the uh, consumption side and the sort of games you played, but, I mean, were those the same games that really inspired you to have a crack at it yourself? Or or was it, you know, one particular experience, collection of experiences that guided you towards actually trying to do it yourself? Yeah, I, I, th- I think it was actually Minecraft that um, <laughs> yeah, got right. me into game development a bit because... Um, you know, there's like lots of modding and stuff. Not not that I did modding in Minecraft, but um, I did some like server stuff. I made yep. my own server and all that kind of thing. And, um, you know, a bit of that required programming in a way. And that's that's kind of what got me into it, I'd say. It's funny because it wasn't that long ago, but I, I don't, I kind of feel like after like finishing school was when I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, do programming and do game yep. development. Like I didn't really have it like in my mind from from early days. I just, I played a lot of games, uh, a lot of games all the time. You know, parents hated it. But it worked out, fortunately. Um, but and, there wasn't anything where I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, this is this is it. This is gonna, I'm gonna be a game developer." Just kind of, I don't know, maybe it was like almost like a fallback. But I'm so glad I did. <laughs> I mean, was there something else that you were really kind of eyeing off from a younger age, like I really want to do this, or was it were you one of those teens that's kind of, I don't really know what I want, and I, you kind of get to the end, and as yeah, anyone kind of knows, that. I'm a teacher, so I kind of see and hear that a lot. Um, yeah, and they yeah, actually, it was. Sorry, it was. Um, no, no, I right. think I, at a point it was um, music teacher was, was what I wanted yep. to do, uh, and then I realised that I sucked at music. At a, music at about year eleven, I was like, oh yeah, okay. So to be a music teacher, I probably need to be decent at music and reading music. And um, soon realised that that wasn't the play. So <laughs> there wasn't yeah, that old adage yet. that those who can't do teach is totally wrong. <laughs> ah, yeah, exactly. No, I couldn't. I couldn't teach. No way. I respect. I respect you being a teacher. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there wasn't anything in particular. That I was like, you know, I think I just um, I did a lot of YouTube videos. So I, I yep. don't know. Maybe there was a way I was like, oh, I'd love to be a YouTuber or something. But yeah, that's uh, too hard. Too much editing. The modern teenager YouTuber. Yeah, exactly. I just want to be an influencer, man. Make millions and millions live stream Get free all day. Games. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. That was that'd be the life. <laughs> Um, so then how did the uh, the opportunity to actually get into games first emerge for you? Um, yeah, so I did a little bit of programming at the end of year 12 in like a digital media class. I remember yep. my teacher saying like, um, can you turn your code into a photo? Because it was like so far from what we were supposed to be doing in digital media. So that was yeah, like right. my, my, the first little bit of programming. And then I studied at AIE. Um, yeah, yeah, I know the one. Is that, yeah, you know the one? Yep. I'm not, it's, it's Australia-wide, isn't it? I'm pretty, yeah, it is Australia-wide, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and I did um, game programming there, and that's kind of where I was like, "Oh man, this is awesome! I'm, I'm loving it." Um, and that was where I really went hard a bit. Like, I started doing making stuff in my own time with like Unity and all that, um, which worked out well because it ended up being what everyone uses. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I met a lot of people. Be- ubiquitous these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Met, met a lot of people that um, you know still great friends with now. Um, that's awesome. And yeah, that was, you know, AIE was, was a good, real good start, I think. Um, good, like lots of connections. You can get a lot of connections through AIE. Yeah, the networking's um, good. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it, for me, it was a bit better than just going to uni because I don't think I would have been able to do like a five-year uni course or something. <laughs> I yeah, feel like I would probably have been a bit distracted or something like that. But AIE was only two years, so it was kind of like the perfect amount. It was get it done and then thrown straight into the deep end. So it worked out well. And then, not yeah, obviously straight into the deep end and... 
I mean, as as I kind of rattle off some some credits and bits and pieces, and obviously it'll you know culminate in massive monster and cult of the lamb. But there's things like Mighty Kingdom, for example, that are early mm-hmm. on in the piece. How did I mean was that was that the first step in the end, like in terms of formal formal jobs? Was yeah, that kind of the first the first gig in the end. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, pretty much straight after AIE, um, went uh, applied for Mighty Kingdom, and I was fortunate enough to get straight into that, which was like two months after. So I didn't really have any looking around for jobs or anything like that fortunately i kind of got the i was very fortunate to get like the first one that i went for um being in south australia uh, mighty kingdom are kind of like the only game studio um like the they were the big studio in south australia and there's you know there's a few somewhat big studios but they were like you know the pillar so i was kind of like man if i don't get mighty kingdom i'm probably gonna have to move interstate uh and i did i I got mighty kingdom so i was very very lucky to get straight in there as a graduate Um, that's awesome yeah yeah um funny enough like i worked on dungeon chop chop i'm not sure if you'd seen that yes, but then yeah um, which ended up becoming yeah um, yeah that ended up actually being reworked a bit yeah yeah exactly so it ended up getting worked on at mighty kingdom as conan chop chop so it was kind of like a you know a bit of a weird scenario for me a little bit <laughs> to go from like the the game that i studied you know that we made in aie to then be one of the projects at mighty Kingdom that i sort of worked on it was like very strange, but it was awesome. It was it was it was great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how does that kind of conversational dialogue kind of look? Considering, yeah, this is something that you kind of working on yourself, and then you've joined this 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 company here, and all of a sudden that becomes their project, and obviously, you know, kind of some little changes and those sorts of things. But yeah, how, how does that conversation kind of play out in the first place? Oh yeah, man, it was um, it was a long a long process. Um, my mate Shannon, who was like the the designer of the of the project, he took um chop chop dungeon chop chop um to gamescom or it was paris i'm not sure what yep. one is in paris i think it might have been gamescom oh. anyway no, the, the yeah, name what? of the paris Ga- one escapes me yeah games games connect paris games it? week yeah that's you know what that's probably it anyway someone's gonna be like it's not that but yeah. sorry <laughs> um, everyone yeah but uh so he took um dungeon chop chop which i kind of ported to the switch not greatly i may add um whilst I was actually at Mighty Kingdom. And yeah, so he took that to Paris and then Funcom were like, boom, let's do it. Uh, Kind of chop chop. And then Shannon and Phil, uh, Phil is Mighty Kingdom CEO, which you talked to. Maze, yeah, we've had Phil on the show in the past, yeah. He's a legend. Um, But then, yeah, that kind of just happened. I mean, there's a lot more to it than, you know, it just happened, (laughs) but- um, What are you talking about? You didn't just roll out of bed the next day and you had a new project? Well, that's what it seemed like for me, but for everyone else involved, I'm sure it was a lot of slogging. But um, yeah, just yeah, I remember chatting with Shannon. He's like, "Yeah, Funcom were interested." I'm like, "Oh man, Conan, that'd be sick!" And then that happened. They made a prototype. They loved it. It was like an April Fool's thing, and then you know, and then they made it <laughs> three years later, or whatever yeah, it may that's, be. <laughs> that's really cool, though. Um, the way something like that can just kind of play out. Something that you had no intent of ever, yeah. ever connecting to a big IP like Conan is all of a sudden. Embrace yeah, and taking on the wing like that. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was very strange, very strange, but yeah, very cool. And what'd you make of your time? So Mighty Kingdom, you were there for a couple of years um, and obviously, yeah, worked on Conan Chop Shop. Um, what'd you make of that time? Because obviously we hear so much about the the culture of uh, of the studio. Had quite a few guests on fairly recently that all there from, uh, from the studio that have kind of spoken about that at the same time without necessarily wanting to wade into it too much. There's been... Um, there's been some news about Mighty Kingdom of late that we, you know, feel free not to kind of. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, yeah, yeah everyone's um, heard about it. <laughs> I'm glad you nearly put me in a spot there. Um, so, so feel free to kind of dance around that as much or as little as you like. But um, yeah, what what did you make of your time anyway? Yeah, oh no, I loved Mighty Kingdom. They were great. Um, you know, and I got no ill will with them. I, I think the the actual studio itself, you know, regardless of financials, they're, they're a great studio, and everyone loves working for them. That's why that no one really ever quits or anything from Mighty Kingdom because they love it. Um, yeah, only ever hear good I, things. Yeah, oh, no, that's right. They, like, you know, generally, the only reason why I left is because I just wanted to pursue my own thing, and that's, yeah. you know, nothing to do with MK. But, um, yeah, no, I, when I was at MK, I was working majority on, like, a project called Wildlife, which is, like, a puzzle yep, shooter mobile game. Yeah, yeah, um, and I did, like, a lot of the, um, I guess you could say, networking side of things. It's, like, um, did, like, some teams and tournaments, um system so you could like join a different team with your friends and then you could like compete in like events to yep. you know 
get things in the game <laughs> to get like you know coins or, or whatever it may be um and that was um, a lot of networking stuff that I, i'd never never done so it was quite bizarre it was like one week in a in a sprint or like yep harrison you're just gonna do this um, networking event or whatever and i'm like all right good all right let's go (laughs) yeah yeah and i was you know we got it working fortunately i had like a back-end team that were brilliant and were helping me throughout the whole process but um yeah i was definitely thrown in a bit in the deep end being like a graduate at the time but yeah majority of the work that i was on at mighty kingdom was pretty much wildlife like yeah it feels like the whole two years almost but i'm sure there was like six months or something where i was just on a different projects um but yeah learned learned a ton and that's kind of helped me out quite a lot with Call of the Lamb recently with like the Twitch integration stuff. Yes. Um, so that, you know, like it's it's similar in a way where you, you know, doing network calls and all that mumbo jumbo. But I'm glad that I knew a bit. Otherwise, again, I would have been like, oh man, what am I doing? <laughs> so you, you, were at, you were there for a couple of years. And of course, we've just spoken about the, the Dungeon Chop Chop becoming Conan Chop Chop. But then the majority of your time, you were kind of working on other... Pro- I mean, what, what was that kind of like for you at the time? Was that something you kind of appreciated? The fact that you were like you'd been so close to this already and you'd had a lot to do with the project to be able to kind of I don't know, step to the side a little bit is that is that kind of what you were like were you happy about that at the time what was it kind of like i guess with this project being developed like that i guess its core is an idea of your own mm. but then you're not having a great deal to do with what what was that kind of like uh it was a little bit of a shame um you know, Shannon and I are really good mates and we want, kind of wanted me on it the whole time <laughs> yeah but unfortunately i was just a little bit um kind of crucial to the wildlife project there's only a couple of us on as programmers on that project and i um was really the only one doing the networking side of things yeah um in game so i was like you know i wish i was able yeah exactly i wish i was able to be thrown on chop chop um and we did push for it for quite a bit (laughs) i was on it for two weeks so at least i was on it a little bit oh you there um yeah exactly (laughs) got got the name of the credits no um but yeah you know it was a little bit of a shame but the way i look at it is um you know it's you know, you can't just be put on every project that you want to be on, especially when you've, you know, you're needed on a certain thing. You can't just take someone away because yep. the amount of onboarding required to get like someone else on a different project and catch them up to speed, it's a lot of work, especially considering wildlife was like a live um, product. Life like it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, constantly updating. So it kind of had to be on it. Um, it was cool to see Chop Chop being developed though. Like I got to play it quite a lot and yeah. You know, there's so many, so many similarities between the two games, obviously, because they're, you know, kind of just the same DNA. Yeah, yeah, you know, and there was actually issues that happened in Conan Chop Chop, not issues, like, as in like um, bugs or design problems that would happen in yep. Conan Chop Chop that we dealt with in Dungeon Chop Chop. So it's kind of funny, kind of seeing those happen again, and it's like, well, I wish I, mean, I know, yeah, I know, I know how to fix these problems. Can you want me to come in and fix them? But that's okay. They, they fixed them in the end, but. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, but then Conan Chop Chop had multiplayer, online multiplayer. We definitely did not have that in Dungeon Chop Chop. Yeah, that's certainly <laughs> something, you know, a benefit of, I guess, having a team with that sort of scope and size that potentially you wouldn't have had prior to that. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. me and <laughs> me and my mate Jack wouldn't have been able to do that. <laughs> that's right. You do what you've got to do, right? Yeah, so exactly. What brought about the decision to then actually move on? It had been a couple of years. You, like, you went on, kind of pursued some of your own personal exploits there, but... Um, at, at that particular point in time, what kind of prompted that sort of change? Because that's that's obviously a few years ago now. So, I guess for anyone watching, like you're 24 now. So, um, I for jeez, oh, I'm I'm starting to kind of go with the old man sort of thing here for myself. But like <laughs> you're still obviously quite young. So at that point there, you're still kind of cutting your teeth and learning your way through the industry. You are in one of the biggest that the country has, and then you've made the decision to kind of pivot from there. Mm. What brought about that at that particular point in time? Why do you feel like that was the move that you need to make then? I guess. Yeah, I tell you, it was, uh, you know, living with my parents at the time. So like it was a couple of years ago, they yeah. were, you know, very skeptical of like, why are you quitting? <laughs> Especially being in like the games industry, kind of when you get your foot in the door, it's like, you don't really Security wanna... and all that. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, MK, you know, very secure at the time at least. But anyway, um, so it was like, you know, don't don't quit. I was like, no, nah, I just, you know, I want to do my own thing. Um, a good fr- a friend of mine, Ed, was working on Hypercasuals. Yep. Um, and he, Hypercasual mobile games, and he did, quite well um with one of his hyper casuals so i kind of had that tickle to do it myself i was like oh man yeah. i could probably do this too and i love prototyping games there's something about making something quick and dirty and then you know is it good now nah, i right, move on and that's what hyper casuals are all about it's like you make a game in a week does it suck yep or does it not reach the numbers yep okay move on so yeah i, I wanted to get into that so i did and i made like 
12 games within a few months um and i had a blast pretty awesome. and, and that was yeah so i think i just really wanted to kind of do my own thing for a little bit um yeah. i think i just wasn't quite enjoying the projects i was working on at mk um because i'm you know i'm not much of a well i say i'm not much of a mobile gamer and then i went off and created mobile games so it's like you know kind of contradicted myself a little but uh, yeah, yeah i was just... what you mean we don't, we don't always <laughs> yeah. work on the things that we necessarily love yeah exactly consumers. yeah so i was like time to time for a change time to jump on something else and i rented an office with ed and in the city and it was a great time great time um and the only reason why i really stopped that is because um you know my my partner moved to gold coast i was like All right, i'll come with i should probably earn some money yeah, that's it. <laughs> so you know that that kind of happened, and I'm and I owe it to her that um you know if it wasn't for her I wouldn't be working on Cold Lamb. So you know, big tick. It's all on it. Yeah, exactly. Props, she wins that big one. Shout out. Yeah, she gets all the bloody credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> of of the the hyper casual sort of games you worked on, now there's there's a few examples I've kind of got listed here. Things like Balloon Rescue, uh, uh, what have we got? Uh, Zen Tower. There's Draw Squash. There's Parky Boat. There's a, there's quite a few others. As you mentioned, twelve <laughs> different ones. Do you have a particular? I mean, obviously, as you said, the the nature of kind of the the work and the projects is that they're they're short, they're sharp, they may work, they may not. But do you have any particular favourites that you really kind of enjoyed? Well, yeah, it's just more than the others, or yeah. So the first one, the um, balloon one, um, I don't know. What's it called? Balloon, I, balloon I Rescue. What I, is that what I call it? Okay. It's been a while. That's it's such a hypercation name. Um, yeah. So I worked on that one as like a kind of like a PC game to start with, um, yeah. just like a prototype. And then my mate Ed was like, oh, you should do that as a hypercasual. And then I was like, all right. And that's kind of what got me into hypercasuals. So that one was um, cool. I really I really liked that one. It's kind of like my first one. Um and then there's one called the Parky Boat one as well, yep. which is like um, similar to uh, those parking car games in a way, like those oh, ones where yeah. you yeah, with you. slide them. Yeah, but rather than sliding them, you have to like make waves to push a boat to a certain point. And Checks out. I like that one because I think it was like visually the probably the best one that I did. Um, and, you know, being a programmer, I have programmer art like crazy. So, I, you know, the fact that it actually looked decent, I was like, oh, looks like a real game almost look so at me i'm a I'd... pro now multiple disciplines yeah now. yeah exactly i can tick artist on my linkedin or something but no I, yeah <laughs> that was like the yeah the, the the best visuals the other ones that i don't think they look that great. <laughs> fair enough um so then yeah, you've obviously kind of touched on yourself the move to the gold coast and your partner being kind of a really important part of the the cult of the lamb gig how did <laughs> how did that come about then yeah, so I was still doing hyper casuals uh, and I was kind of like, I should probably, you know, can have to pay rent. I should probably have some sort of money coming in. Uh, yeah. So I just saw one day in one of uh, on one of the Facebook pages, um, you know, the IGDA or whatever oh, yeah, Facebook yeah, page it was yeah. of Julian just like looking for a designer programmer to do um, enemy like uh, mechanics and stuff on our unannounced project. And I was like, oh, they made the Adventure Pass. You know, that was cool. Um and so I just applied really. Um, and I got an interview and they're like, yeah, the previous game we worked on was the Adventure Powers. So I, I, they're like, have you heard of it? I whipped up my Switch and I'm like, this game right here. And I think, oh, uh, I think that you, won them over straight away. You 100% stacked that deck. You were really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was ready. I was ready. Um, you know, I think I bamboozled them straight away. So they're like, yeah, let's get this guy on board. Little did they know. No. Um, but yeah, so I just applied. Just applied. I like, only bought it was, that morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, I probably did, <laughs> but it is a good well, game either way. Anyway. I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would recommend. Um, but yeah, just you know, just applied, got the got the gig, and I was very fortunate because um, you know it was like a designer programmer role. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I do have like that designy kind of. I, I like to design stuff, and as a programmer, yep. you don't usually really get that kind of freedom. Um, but working on Cold the Lamb, a lot of a lot of this, you know, I got a lot of creative freedom, and you know, my ideas are listened to and stuff, which is great it's always good <laughs> because right? yeah yeah well you know being a programmer it's usually like hey i want you to do this or i want you to do that um you know obviously not all the time but like that's kind of like what you do as but a, a bit more of the you... grunt work i guess for a bit of yeah a, a phrase yeah 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 in a way but like they kind of you know i've got to design a lot of the bosses um enemies and then that was what i started with but now i'm you know all across everything they've fixing every single bug that bloody exists but um <laughs> but yeah i was you know it's been excellent and i've been very fortunate that they've given me a lot of freedom in a way to yeah you know design things i guess <laughs> yeah that's that's really cool and so i guess you you kind of touched on it earlier on that uh one of the things that 
I guess is particularly, I mean, the internet's kind of really enjoying about the game and certainly a, a, a large chunk is the kind of the Twitch community. There's the, the Twitch um, integration aspect that, yeah, you, you kind of very briefly alluded to before. How did that come about? Because it's a really, really cool aspect that, I mean, a lot of people may not touch, but it's it's one of those novel little things that really helps with engagement, I feel. Oh, the Twitch stuff has been awesome. I'm so glad that whoever's idea it was, it wasn't mine, unfortunately, but I just remember Jay's like, yeah, we're going to do Twitch integration. And, and as someone, I'm I'm on Twitch 24-7. It's always on my second monitor. So yeah. I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's do that. That sounds awesome. And then, you know, they showed the ideas that they had, like the raffle, the help or hinder and stuff. And I was like, okay, that is so cool. Um, they hit up um, Thomas or Streaming Tuts, his name is, and he yep. does all the extension work. And then I do like all the in-game stuff. So we kind of just, you know, paired together we on work that. together yeah i worked together on that um and then yeah just kind of whipped it up i mean it only we only on my side I only whipped it up in the last couple of months he, he was working on it for quite a while doing like all the extension all the visuals on twitch and all that yeah um and then you know it's it's people have loved it people have really really loved it which is great it was really nerve-wracking watching it go live like a couple of weeks back because it was a little bit before launch yeah I when everyone all these big streamers were testing it and you know it, it did pretty well but the moment you go from like just me and a few others testing it to 50,000 people testing it, it just crumbles. And and that's yeah. unfortunately just the joys of it, the joys of testing kind of in production because you can't really test um, stress in a way, um, at least yeah. I don't, on Twitch side of things. Um, yeah, yeah, I follow what you mean. Yeah, it's a different sort of thing to, to other sorts of load that a game can potentially bug yeah. under. Yeah, yeah. So fortunately, Thomas being a wizard he's just you know clicking and clacking away at his keyboard and fixing everything and everything's like coming back online and say like, oh my god um but you know then the actual release happened and bloody hundreds of thousands of people are playing the game and live streaming it and then you know it all crumbles once again um but it's um it's doing well now it's been about a week and i think for the last when like, five days it's been pretty solid we have had to disable one feature unfortunately but that's going to be back in tomorrow um, that's right everyone but, look forward to it by the time this episode goes up that feature yeah. will be back you'll never know it was missing now I have to make sure that's the thing <laughs> um, but you yeah got time we don't go up till I've Thursday <laughs> yeah that's right I've got time I've got time but no it's um, I'm so glad that whoever's idea it was it's a brilliant feature I think it's going to really help for the longevity of just Cult Lamb in itself yeah. um, I think it's really helped social like social socials have blown up with all people posting of it and all that and, and it's so fun just jumping on a Twitch stream and, and watching them you know there. mess around with the, your with your baby yeah and i'm just i mean i sit there most of the time thinking oh please don't break don't break don't break but fortunately it's been pretty solid fortunately well yeah <laughs> we were talking before the show about the fact that it kind of I was, I was with will a couple of days before the actual launch but as exactly as you say just kind of uh like the the game is already out there for influencers to try out and he was he was talking about oh, you know i can't help but kind of keep half an eye out see if they find anything see what comes mm. up that sort of thing or how many how many are watching how many are playing like I can imagine, especially with that sort of like that's a whole other set of metrics that you can kind of accumulate as well, based on you know that that Twitch stream interactivity. It'd be a hard one to kind of take your eyes off at that particular point in time. Ah, oh, yeah, and, and yeah, you know, you just can't help but watch. And and every time there's a bug, you just sit there thinking, no. Um, I mean, there was uh, just before the game went live, there was a streamer, Co Carnage. He had about fifteen thousand live viewers. Yep. I was in his chat. Played. For, he's played for about three to four hours boom major critical blocker had to restart the game and i'm like no no i had to message like oh i'm so sorry but you're gonna have to restart and he's like i gotta restart cool i wanted to anyway restart right. it. i'm like oh i'm like i think i'm so please don't hate the game please don't yeah don't yeah because it's community. like please yeah it's the last thing you need and it was like the i was just oh but that's fixed fortunately but it was just so disappointing to see that and but like i said he was fine with it it's all good. Everything's fixed. Everyone's happy, and I was just so glad that he was cool with it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, obviously, that's that's one of the kind of the things I guess in that case, just slightly pre-launch, but kind of even post-launch, there's been some bug squashing going on and those sort of things. Now, you mm. did touch on kind of PC versus console early on, and mm. there's there's a little bit of a difference there. Well, I mean, what has this post-launch period been like? At, you know, I mean, how, like how often are these things kind of popping up? Do you just have a list that's there, and like I've just got to gradually chip away at this thing, or? Like how often are new things kind of resurfacing? What, what's it kind of like in this still really fresh post-launch period? 
Uh, we have lists everywhere. Every, everywhere you look, there is a list somewhere. You know, there's community bug lists, there's our own bug lists, there's console bug lists, there's QA testing bug lists. There's just bug lists everywhere. Like I can't look away from this, you know, from the computer without seeing bugs. Every turn there's something um, there. Yeah, but that's well, okay. Something reminds um, you of it. <laughs> there's bugs like flying around my, you know, apartment. I'm like, ah, can't get away. But, <laughs> Bastards, but that, yeah, yeah. But it's been okay. Um, there's been a few like major ones that we've fixed up in the, in, you know, the few days. I think we've done 10 updates within the first week of launch on PC. Yep. It'd be great to do that many on console, but unfortunately. Different beast. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, but those, those patches should be coming soon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we just, you know, we, we, we fix whatever is most common so if people will report like for example there's one where like they couldn't 100 percent the game because the like the achievement when you've completed all the achievements um wasn't yep. completing um you know like so it's like okay well got to get on that asap the, the ones obviously there is thousands of bugs <laughs> and yep. i think it doesn't matter what game you release is going to be those when, yeah, you have a, like, when you have a million people playing fortunately you know you suffer from it but that's okay um so i kind of just go through and i work out what are the ones that everyone encounters i'll fix those first because they are like crucial yeah and then now i'm like most of those are good now i'm kind of just going through the obscure discord ones. Yeah, yeah going through discord going through reddit all these people are like okay i've had this issue okay i've had that issue i'm like all right just send me through your save file i'll try and replicate it and then i'll fix it and that and that's kind of like my day-to-day at the moment is just exciting you know just yeah Stop just them. yeah just trying to replicate bugs i mean half the the hassle was replicating them. Once I've done that, it's easy to fix them. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, sure there's yeah, degree of like, what did the person do to actually, like despite uh, their description, I'm sure their description is never quite, unless they've actually managed to capture it, mm, um, mm, then yeah. <laughs> the then it, there's always a little bit of, you know, there's, there's, it's the old, you know, two, two different stories, the truth somewhere in the middle. It's kind of that same sort of component yeah. that like they can describe things as clearly and vividly as they think, but it's never quite exactly how yeah. things played out. Yeah, so, you know, and this game is great for the, you know, it might be like, okay, so the bug is when an old follower is pooping at nighttime on the 13th day and you're in the dungeon and you hit, you know, an enemy this way, this bug happens. Like, that. that's the kind of bugs that happen because it's there's so many moving parts in the game. It just means that there's so many things that can, you know, j- fortunately, we're, we're pretty yeah. stable. We're pretty stable. I don't want to say, like, we've got a, we've just released a, a mess. It's pretty good. It's no, 99% really well. good. Yeah, it's 99% good. Um, but there's just those bugs that can happen. And the worst the worst thing is most of the time, they don't really replicate and they, and they can fix themselves just by restarting the game. So it's, yeah. like, really tricky to, you know, I'll, I'll get the save file. I'll load it up and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, everything's fine. <laughs> everything's good. And it's like, well, it was happening before. And it's like, damn yeah, it. Yeah, you got unlucky. But, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, you know, that's just the joys of my life is just bugs that I can't replicate and I just got to try and figure out how to fix them. And, and <laughs> so when you do have to give that feedback that essentially like, yeah, it's kind of this one-off, sorry, bad luck, like how do you deliver that sort of feedback to to a player? Uh, you might have had the shits know, because they lost an hour of, you know, gameplay or whatever the case happens to be. Yeah, I... You know, it's it's it gets added to the list. It doesn't get uh, it doesn't get disregarded. It just gets added on top of the li- uh, to the yeah. list of my other bugs. Um, so you know, uh, the 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 big ones are when people's save files get corrupted or something. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that are like, okay, well that sucks. And that actually, I've had to do one of those today where it's like, I'm really sorry, but your save file is gone. Um, but what I usually do um, is I just craft them up a new save file. So it's like, let me know roughly whereabouts you were in the game how many followers, what level you are, et cetera. And then I'll just like kind of make a save file um, yeah. based on all that and then send it over to them. And usually they're actually quite excited. <laughs> they're like, oh, this is cool. Well, it's, it's kind of developed. like a respecking opportunity in some ways. Like in like yeah. you know, a lot of games that offer that sort of feature, this is this is kind of a respec option. So I presume, well, I don't know, are you kind of, when it comes to actually going through the, I guess the, the skill tree equivalent thing, but you know, like as you're building out the, what, what you can actually lay down in the cult, um, are you kind of spending all of those points for people or do you just go, here you go, here they are, like, here you are at the same point in time, but none of those are spent. So it kind of gives the player the opportunity to recalibrate a little bit. Yeah, it can be, it can be quite time extensive, like making a save file. So usually I kind of get one that we already have <laughs> and oh, yeah. then just kind of add to it, like what we have. So yeah, most of the time it's like, look, this save file is going to be a bit different than what you had. All those like choices, those doctrine choices and stuff might not be the same as what you had. But yeah. I think that's not a bad They're thing because they get to experience something that they hadn't. Like, okay, they unlocked the 
wedding instead of the fire pit or something. And now yeah. they have the fire pit. Okay, cool. Now I get to experience that. So, um, you know, I, I definitely could go there and like make it perfect, but it's, it's a lot of time. And they're yeah. usually pretty happy. As long as they can progress, then, you know, they, they yeah, do, don't so. have to start from square one again. And yeah, yeah, exactly. We're happy, move on. Yeah, nothing worse than, you know, your save file corrupting or something and it's just gone. So, yeah, got to do, got to try and make them happy so they don't have to start from start. <laughs> now, something that you touched on a moment ago and then something that we kind of discussed pre show is the, the, the one million sales figure that's been knocked up in like the space of a week how are you and the rest of the team like feeling at the moment like that's (laughs) yes obviously there's bugs to be squashed yes there's there's things that you're still trying to work through but at the same time a million sales is a million sales so how's how's that settling with you and the team i mean the the scale of that is huge yeah it can't be understated a million sales in any sort of creative endeavor is (laughs) enormous yeah, you know, I, I can't speak for the other fellas too much, um, but I think we're, yeah, I think we're all pretty happy. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Um, like I mentioned before, you know, they had a thing in our Slack where it's like we've got to get this many sales um, to to you know make a new another game, and it's already gone over that within a week. So it's crazy. <laughs> it's so now um, you can yeah develop two games simultaneously, hire twenty, yeah. thirty more people. No. Yeah, I know. That's like my concern is like, let's keep it small, you know, let's just keep it small. Yeah. Um, it's easier that way. Too many chefs in the kitchen. But no, I think, um, I think everyone is very, very happy. Uh, it's really, really good. The, um, the reception of the game's been great. Um, so, you know, we, we haven't really, uh, you know, we've kind of just moved, like, we've just, we're just working. We're just moving yeah. forward. We're working. We're fixing everything. We don't really, you know, we could just sit there and be like, oh, dude, a million sales week off baby but no we're, we're obviously like okay we got to make sure this is the best possible game right now so then it has that longevity to just you know just to be yeah. great and we can build upon it and everything so yeah we're just working we're just working hard no <laughs> that's, that's really, good i mean yeah. we see plenty of games that are kind of this big thing for like one hot minute and then they kind of vanish and sometimes it's because that ongoing support not because it's necessarily a live service game or anything like that but that ongoing support to kind of fix things like the novelty quickly wears off because people go oh, well, you know great it was it was fun maybe i enjoyed some of the little quirky bugs that might have popped up and then i got over it but um the loop is obviously so engaging in the game and then you know what you and the team are putting into kind of continue to support the game and continue to improve it is i'm sure appreciated by fans and that you know gives you another chance at you know i don't want to don't want to set the bar too high, but you know who knows okay. another million, all those sorts of like it puts these things on the table. And again, it's not all about sales, but creating the best experience possible. But it's a handy side effect, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, that, yeah, that's right. So we just got to tighten it up a bit. Uh, you know, make sure it's the best experience for every player. There's been a few people that are like, oh, it's a bit buggy. I'm just going to put it aside for now and wait till the bugs, you know, have been fixed. Yeah. And you know, whenever I read those, I'm like. Yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, I respect that. Just like, please come back. They ov- yeah, they obviously love the game to the point where they're like, you know, they're not going to just trash it. They just seem to want to just wait for a few things to be fixed. But, you know, we, yep. we're fixing everything we can. Um, the, the problem is, you know, when there's like a team of five and then you suddenly put a million people into a game, they're going to find bugs that you just had no idea existed. And that's yeah, what the they're doing. Yeah, the resources are crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, we, we you know, we're doing well though. I think, I think, it's definitely a good game. Uh, it's such a good framework for what can be built upon. There, we've just got so many ideas of what could be added to yep. Cult of the Lamb. It's like you just want to do everything. You just, I mean, there's the possibility to work on this game for years, um, just adding more and more and more. Now, obviously, I don't know exactly what we're doing. I mean, I've got, I know what we're doing. You know more than I do for sure. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know what we're doing. Like, you know, so, you know, for the next year or two. Um, but who knows if the game just keeps doing well and everyone just keeps loving it and they're loving the, the, the updates, the free updates and everything, then who knows how long the sky's the limit in this game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it could be like a uh, dead cells or whatever, where they keep working on the game for like five years later. So, you know, who, who knows? Um, but That's it's a comparison exciting. Comparison I like. Yeah. Dead cells. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's exciting. So I'm, I'm really, really eager to, to see where, what we, where we go with this game. I mean, it could be could be huge like we could build upon it forever and when does that moment for the the proper kind of team celebration kick in because obviously we like we are at this point where yeah there's there's still patches going on there's been you know kind of pre-launch celebratory moments there was the launch party those sorts of things when does is there is there kind of a a date on the calendar circled for you and everyone on the team Uh to go okay this this is the time where 
regardless of what we've still got on the plate. And I'm sure there'll probably be some little bugs or whatever still on the docket that need to be fixed. But like, this is our moment to just take a night, take a couple of days, whatever it is, and really just, I guess, celebrate Party. what what we achieved. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, uh, well, firstly, there's Melbourne in October um, for Melbourne International Games Week. Oh, where coming everyone's down. Yeah, everyone's coming down. So I haven't actually met Jay or Jimp yet. Um, I only met Julian and Will at the launch party um, yep. last week. Yep. So it's really exciting to just meet the whole crew. And I'm sure we're just going to chill out and, you know, celebrate a bit with how, how well it's done. Um, I know Julian said at one point, it was like, we're going to have to have a company retreat, um, go away somewhere, all meet up, um, which sounds awesome. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Any, any retreat that is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, yeah, so <laughs> there's definitely, um, definitely party time, you know, sometime soon. I don't know when. I, I guess once, you know, once we can leave the game for a, for a brief time and everyone's happy, <laughs> but yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah. So that that'll be coming. That'll be coming. I, th- I think we'll have we'll have plenty of time to. Oh, and I think um, you know, I think we also want to like chat about what's you know what's what's next and all that. So very cool, but very exciting natu- times. Naturally, the best time to do that is when you're all together and you're kind of celebrating a bit. Mm. So yeah, um, yeah, exactly. For I guess on behalf of I think all the players out there, I'm sure they're desperate for you guys to God. This even sounds horrible to say, considering like the game is still the the hot thing at the moment. It's such it's such a blast to play, but I'm sure they're all very excited for this opportunity. You guys kind of sit down together and start to go, all right? What's next? What is next? What can what can we do next? Mm. <laughs> um, whether that's you know sequels, new IPs, whatever it happens to be, um, can, as you even discussed, you know the potential to kind of grow, grow beyond this initial launch, beyond even the the initial kind of post launch planned support. Like that's all. That's all very exciting prospect, I think, for for people playing the game as well. So I'm sure they're thrilled to hear that, and you're probably really excited for you guys to have this retreat nice and soon now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I got, I can only, I got no idea when the next, you know, whatever we do is next. I got no idea. I'm just, you know, plotting along, fixing bugs and, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. But um, you know, I think we'll be working on this one for for definitely a while. Who knows what we'll be doing next? But you know, it's I'm so excited for for whatever it is because I, you know, I got on Cult the Lamb um, about two years into development i've been on it for about a year and a half yeah um so it's really exciting to want to start something from scratch i mean i think every every game developer loves starting sure. something from scratch and that's why no one ever finishes anything because <laughs> we always just want to start something new the next thing already um yeah yeah so like I, i'm so excited for it whether, whether it's um you know soon or or in years time either way um you know i'm happy either way couple the lambs are awesome it's such a fun project to work on <laughs> yeah so you know i can't complain and a great game to play so yeah well yeah, yeah. Well. i'm sick of it though i tell you oh thousands of hours it's just you know i've had enough <laughs> no I no mean, it's a fun at, game. at the same time i can it's still understand game. that to a point like it's it's a lot of time to be around something and um <laughs> especially as kind of your i guess maybe at this point where I don't want to put words in your mouth, but maybe this kind of bug stomping kind of period can be a bit more of a grind than perhaps other phases yeah. of development that you've gone through. So I, I can actually appreciate like, okay, I, I need a need a bit of distance from this one for a bit. And that, you know, that <laughs> maybe that's even kind of nagging away in your head now. And it's just a matter of, well, I've got to do this, 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 this list will pop up, you know, and it change tomorrow. But like, I'll, I keep rolling through those. And when I do like that's my opportunity to come up for air, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can play the game blindfolded at this point. Um, yeah, no, you know, the There's bugs... Got to got to squash him, but I'm pretty keen for you know DLC and everything, which we should be, you know, should be working on pretty soon. So that will be like, um, you know, it's kind of in a way something new. Um, be good to get yeah. away from the bugs for a little bit. But and honestly, I don't even mind fixing the bugs, especially when I can like now that the game is live um, and I can get so much information from people rather than just being the you know the, the team. Uh, it makes life so much better. That's uh, it. Oops, you guys, I hit my desk. No, <laughs> so no, yeah, um, good. that won't come through. <laughs> <laughs> good um but yeah so you know it's it's been a it's been a grind but it's been a good grind definitely a good grind a rewarding grind as well especially that's awesome yeah. so i guess you know kind of rewinding to the conversation earlier on in the show and obviously the dream to kind of be involved in fps and those sort of things and don't worry i'm not going back to you know cold and becoming <laughs> an fps on you um <laughs> but in terms of kind of where you potentially see yourself as we mentioned you're at mighty kingdom for a couple of years moved on you you're working some of the small things found this opportunity I don't want to put Jay, Will, Julian, Jimp, anyone in a mm. position here. Like, do I mean, do you cast your own mind forward to, okay, like, this is kind of a chapter. Mm-hmm. What's the next chapter look like? And whether, like, do you kind of start, and again, sorry, guys, who are <laughs> listening, I'm not trying to, not trying to encourage him I'm to out. leave. I promise. I quit. And if I need quit. be, you can get me at Games Week or PAX <laughs> and just smack me if you want. Um, 
But like, nah. do you, do you kind of cast a mind forward to okay? And whether that's um, massive monster or next year, have you kind of cast a mind forward to what you might like to do? Yeah. Um, so I think before Massive Monster, it was like I want to start a studio with my mates. I think that's a lot of a lot of game developers' kind of dreams is to work with your mates yeah. <laughs> and you know start something yourself. Um, but you know, joining Massive Monster, they are my mates, and we're you know, and I, I think I'm, I've gotten in pretty well early. So right now, my mind is just you know, it's Massive Full Monster all the way. Yeah, and and all the all the the team members are so lovely. So it's like. You can't, you know, I've got no reason to want to go anywhere else, but just keep, and the game's incredible. So I think yeah. that's my my most important two things is the people and the games. And I think that's probably the Did majority of what the game studio is, what the game studios really are. But yeah, so it's got those two things. So, you know, like the next chapter is the next game of Massive Monster, I assume. That's, that's what my next chapter is. Um, let's do it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of cycling back to the age thing before. You are 24. That gives you all the scope in the world to kind of... I mean, the, the, the thing is, and I don't know, like, because you're still in kind of the weeds at this point, kind of going through all the postal... Again, the bugs and those sort of things that we've discussed a few times. Like, at 24, you've achieved something that, in terms of, you know, sales figures and acclaim and popularity and success, that sadly, there's a lot of people in the industry that won't ever potentially get to achieve because... The circumstance the stars just don't align in the right way. Have you had the opportunity to really digest that yet, or has it still been so work, work, work that you've not even personally had that chance to kick back and enjoy or reflect? I mean, I'm very, very privileged and very, you know, lucky to be uh, to have worked on this project and, and for it to be doing well. Uh, I actually had someone say like a similar thing at the launch party, and I was like, yep. "Oh man, I've just been working. I haven't really, haven't really thought about that." Um, That's it. You know. Um, I think I've had a lot of people say like, you know, congratulations and you, you know, it's, it's incredible and all this. So you know, I, I take it all in and, and I love it, but I think I'm very, very work oriented in the, in the way that like, you know, I just, I, I just keep going. I just keep, keep working. I don't, <laughs> I don't think no, about it. it too much, you know, like pushing, pushing a build live still gets me nervous knowing that it's going to go to a lot of people. Um, yep. Well, we were yeah. discussing before the show that kind of one went out yeah. and it had to be quickly ripped down because you realized, Oops. oh wait, that's broken something else. So. Oopsies. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, no one's going to know at this point. <laughs> We've heard about five minutes. It's okay. No one downloaded it. It's fine. It's fine. No, but yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 it's really awesome um, to know that so many people are playing your game that you're working on. It's like incredible. But at the same time, I try not to think about it too much because then you're just like, oh, man, if I just mess something up, I'm going to mess it up for a lot of people. <laughs> but <laughs> Self-imposed so, pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, th- I think all the pressure kind of... Um, it was there before launch, but after launch, it's kind of, I don't know, I've eased a bit. It's like... That's awesome. It's like, yeah, I think I'm a bit more chill now. I'm not too stressed. <laughs> I wasn't too stressed before, but it's like, I don't know, for some reason, it's kind of like the weight is off your shoulders. People love the game. Yeah. Great. Now, I'm just... Now, I can just make it better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make it better and better. It's nice to be yeah. in a really solid starting place and then just go, oh, let's just keep improving that. Like, people, yeah. people aren't going to think it gets worse. So, that's, that's a nice mm. luxury to have, so... <laughs> it's... I'm not stopping until it's 100% on Steam. That's what we got to get. Overwhelmingly positive. It's 90% at the moment. Oh, you got to get yeah, to that 100%. Those, they're rookie numbers. You've got to get those. <laughs> oh, 90%. Just, that's not, yeah, awful, awful. <laughs> no, we'll get there. We'll get that 100%. I, 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 that's what we, that's enough, what we're going for, sure. for. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. as we begin to wind things down a little bit, because uh, as we've kind of discussed, the, the next chapter is probably going to continue to be Cold of the Lamb for a little while yet. Um, yeah. Is there anyone out there that's really inspired you in the way you go about your work, whether that's someone you've worked with, um, whether you've looked at from a distance, someone lo- local, maybe kind of this rock star game developer that we kind of, and I don't mean rock star as in the, the game developer, but I guess they could possibly yeah, yeah. be someone from there. Um, <laughs> anyone that kind of really inspires you and in what you try to try to achieve in games? May I, th- I think I'd have to say, I mean, hopefully he listens to this. He, he, he might like it. But my mate Jack, uh, my good good friend Jack, who works on um, Silk Song now, um, we yep. made Dungeon Chopped Up together, and nice. he got the job of Cherry whilst we were working on that. Um, and I was always kind of like, oh man, you absolute legend! Like, you know, you're working on Hollow Knight, which is just an incredible huge, game. And now you're working huge. on Silk Song, which is just you know every single person on the internet is talking about it. Yeah, feel matter free, where to, you feel go. free to like spill the beans and tell me the release date here. Like it's driving me insane. Ooh. Oh, he would not not allow me to do that. Oh, hang on, you know the deal. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Well, you that's know. it. I'm not going to poke my, my, and pry. My that's lips fine. are sealed. No, but I, actually, I'm going to hit him up for him to come on the show next. Oh, Whether good. Yeah, that'd not. be awesome. But, 
but we'll see if he's up for it. But, you know, he, he's always been an inspiration of mine because he's, he's always a bit better of a programmer than me throughout like the whole studying because yeah. we studied together throughout the whole two years. Um, so yeah, and then him getting that, I was like, oh man, I want that. I want, I want the same thing. I want to be working on something that everyone loves and with a small team. And then yeah. I've been very fortunate to kind of hit up Massive Monster and pretty much the exact thing I remember. Place. Yeah, I remember in the interview they're like, "What you know? What do you want to? What do you want the studio to be? What do you want to be?" I was like, "I just want to be Team Cherry." <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, th I think um, yeah, I'd have to say I'd have to say Team Cherry, and you know, I do know them as well. Like, I've caught up for lunch with them quite a bit, so it's kind of like I'm always seeing them in a way because they're from Adelaide, which is where yeah. I was. Um, so you know, gotta kind of look look to actually they were right in front of Mighty Kingdom, like literally in the road in front. So you can't help okay, but Okay, so not now we know where to track them down to go get the yeah. place. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm booking yeah, my tickets <laughs> as soon as we're done here. <laughs> yeah, I'll I think on the every single before you know it. person on the bloody internet wants that release date, don't they? <laughs> They're going to need to bring it soon. They're going to need to bring it soon. Um, but yeah, so definitely, definitely Team Cherry. They're, they're just an incredible team. And I love that they've just kept it tight knit. You know, they've, they've yeah. done really well, but they don't need to go and hire a million people. They, they've got their core team because they know what works. And you know, I, I really respect that. I respect that. So, yeah, ja Jackie Poo is my uh, is my inspiration. So, hopefully, he 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 watches, he listens to this. Well, yes, <laughs> send the send the link on over, and you can, you can hear your shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, Jack. <laughs> what have been some of the most valuable lessons that you've kind of or experiences you've had along the way? Anything that really kind of sticks out and maybe helps even kind of be that? I kind of use this language a bit, like this north star for kind of the way you want to approach your work. Ooh, oh man, I don't know. Uh, I guess just, um, <laughs> um, I mean, maybe I'm answering the question wrong, but I kind of just try to work hard and be nice. No, <laughs> be no, nice that's a, like a perfect, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, when there's feedback, take it on. Don't get, don't get, um, defensive or upset about it. Cause you know, that's just, you got to take on feedback. Um, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, that's a, that's a tricky one, but I think, I think what I just try, I try to do the best I can um and be a good person <laughs> i think they're pretty hopefully, reasonable things to aspire to hopefully people that know me are like yeah he does hopefully that. tick tick <laughs> hopefully <laughs> yeah, I I, i'm sure that's the case certainly everything i'm getting out of this conversation suggests that's absolutely the case so oh, you are too nice <laughs> some fun ones as we wrap up and i guess you've kind of watched so you kind of you maybe even potentially had time to uh, to work this answer out in, in your head if you could be credited for any game in any capacity, it can be as simple as special thanks, even if that's what you want. Mm. But is there any any game out there that you just wish you could have been a part of? Is it Modern Warfare 2? Is there something else? <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. I feel like you might have answered that one. Yeah, it probably oh, was Modern bad. Warfare 2. Um, I'd say Hollow Knight, but Hollow Knight's too hard for me. I can't even beat that. So it's like, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I shouldn't, um, you know, it wouldn't make sense for me to be on there because it's just too hard for me. But I'd definitely say a Call of Duty title. So Modern Warfare 2 would have, to, I feel like you know that one. I'd have to move on. Or Modern Warfare, the new Modern Warfare, because that was a tasty game. That was definitely a good game. Oh, and Skyrim. I love oh, Skyrim. very good. <laughs> yeah, Skyrim or Minecraft, but probably probably Skyrim. I'd have to say Skyrim is one of my one of my favorites, all time favorites. I'd have to say. No, that's that's a good get. No, yeah. I, I don't blame the slides. Actually, all of them fantastic titles in their own right. And, yeah. Like you, I'm I'm kind of really fascinated by the upcoming Modern Warfare 2 kind of remake, reboot, mm. whatever. Like, yeah, I, I was not a Call of Duty guy for a long time. Like, I just could not stand them. And I tried the the 2019 Modern Warfare reboot. And mm. while I'm not a multiplayer guy, like I was in it purely for the campaign, that ticked all the boxes in my head. That mm. now I'm I'm there and ready for you know for for day one when this <laughs> thing comes out. I mean, there's like yeah. five thousand games coming out in the same week as it, which might cause mm. an issue. But, um. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm so down for, you know, six hours of a pretty awesome campaign. I know you'll be there for other bits and pieces as well. I'm sure, but like, yeah, I felt yeah. Oh, the camp. Oh, the campaign for Modern Warfare was just brilliant, wasn't it? Like that yeah. that um, mission where you're in like the um, uh, the building. Uh, yeah, the mission where you're in the building. Oh yeah, that one. No, you know the one where it's you're going like right? up the up the building and it's like the really close yep. quarters. Yeah, yeah I, you one. know the one I'm talking about. I'm sure people who are listening would know. But that ah, uh, that was. Modern Warfare, that, that game really set the standard for Absolutely. Call of Duties. So I really hope for the same level as for Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the remake. The, yeah, the, the new stuff. Modern Warfare 2, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the campaign of Modern Warfare 2 um, was, was fantastic. So it'd be good to see that in remastered, exactly. remade, yeah. 
I mean, there was a remaster of Modern Warfare 2 like a year ago or something. Yeah, it's a remake of Modern Warfare. It's like the last one. You've got the PS3 version, you've got a remaster, you've got a remake of the original one, which is, yeah, it's a whole whole thing. Milk in it, I tell you. But, you know, it's going to sell well and and I'm looking forward to it like crazy. I've got a PS5 here with no games except a pre-order of Modern Warfare 2. That's all you need, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's all I need. I'm waiting. Congrats on getting one of those too, by the way. They're still like rare as hen's teeth. Oh, it took me a while. I'll tell you what, it took me a while. <laughs> I even know people up that way that could have helped you way sooner. That's a shame. Oh, <laughs> man, I need, I need Shame contest. we didn't meet until now. <laughs> That's okay. Um, if you could go back and replay any game, wipe it from your memory, get to start it from scratch, mm. what game would you pick? I mean, I, I just answered it before. It's got to be Skyrim. That, oh, Skyrim. Yeah, no, Skyrim. Well, Modern Warfare 2 for the, you know, back in the day. I swear I'm not pushing action. an agenda here, I promise. <laughs> yeah, well, you just know all my answers, I think, because it's like literally it would be probably Skyrim or Modern Warfare 2, because like Modern Warfare 2 was a vibe back in the day, you know, trick shotting and all that. Yeah. Um, but Skyrim was just, to be honest, I could probably play Skyrim now and I wouldn't have encountered like half or maybe three quarters of the game. Um, but yeah, just Skyrim is brilliant. Um, Titanfall 2 actually was a good one too. Great that, that, game. That campaign was brilliant and. Uh, an underdog for sure so yeah that, that's a that's a banger as well <laughs> yeah no, i can get all around those choices that's yeah especially titanfall that's that that campaign mm. in particular again that was something else ah, chef's kiss respawn they, they do it well i don't know how they keep doing it maybe that's maybe that's a team to go chasing down somewhere in the future you guys have got the call I'd, of duty chops you're doing mm. all the things left right and center you're doing star wars <laughs> you're doing, uh, apex you're doing this that that's i don't yeah. know how they're doing it there's something i did apply for them it. yeah i applied for them i didn't hear back i think it's uh, overqualified, most likely. So that's okay. yeah, of course. Yeah, no, no way. They like we got to give some to yeah. someone less experienced and yeah, exactly. less, less on their their resume. Exactly, exactly. So thanks so much for coming on the show, Harrison. It's been awesome to have you, mate. Um, congratulations on all the success that Cold of the Lamb has had so far, and we'll will likely have in the future again. Obviously, the conversations about whether you know DLC, how long that goes on for, um, the the cl- acclaim that it has already received, and the rush towards the 100% um, mm. rating on, on Steam. Yeah. It's, it's been an absolute thrill to have you on the show, mate, and kind of reflect on that. I'm, I'm stoked that I get to get to chat to you, you know, post the launch now. We've had all these awesome perspectives from Will and Julian and Jay as the game's been in development, though I guess way back when Julian came on the show, I don't think Colt was even official at that point. That, that, was, a, mm. that was a whole weird timing thing, that one. Like I chatted <laughs> to him and then went down to PAX and they weren't even formally showing it, but it was there. Oh, um, right. Yeah, that would have been a while ago now. Yeah, that was, like that was 2018. Yeah, that was 2018. Yeah, I tried it Oof, at the PAX show floor. And it was kind of this little thing they had on the side. And I don't know if they were necessarily... Uh, Julian, feel free to clarify or something at some point. <laughs> I don't think they were letting anyone and everyone have a crack at it. But it was one of those things that was kind of there. And um, Julian and I were he chatting because he'd been on the show earlier in the year. He was like, hey, do you want to just try this out? And so I you know, tried out what was an incredibly primitive cult of the lamb back in the day. Um, but then... Look what it's become. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got the bloody early access. I wouldn't have yeah, even known anything about it then. Yeah, you damn. One of the first. Well that was the, the thing, first. even when the even when the game was set to be what was when was the big was it Gamescom last year? No, when was when was kind of the big one where it was Keely oh, was yeah. involved? Yeah, I think uh Was it Gamescom? I think that was Gamescom or Summer Game Fest or one, yeah, of, one those of those things. I think it was no, I think I think you're right. I think it was Gamescom. Yeah, this you know roughly this time last year. Yeah, this time last year because Gamescom. It's yeah, and it was the, like there was this brief flash for a second of kind of like they, you know, it was very much a tease. But I picked the art style immediately and like, hang on, and, oh, and totally like that's the game I played years ago. And, like, <laughs> just drop a little thing in the in the comments here, like Julian. I reckon I've played this, mate. <laughs> I think uh, I know what this cool. announcement is. And <laughs> silence, understandably, at the time you don't. That's the last thing you want when you got Keely involved is to have someone spill the beans who's been there and done it. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, Col- it's, it's, Col- it's been really awesome to have been there kind of super early on and just seeing this thing grow yeah cult of the lamp I remember everyone was like cult of the lamp is that what he said <laughs> cult of the lamp and it's like no it's lamb man, man. cult of the lamb look it's a shame yeah, no, that, was, that was fun that was a good time I, like, yeah, I, I remember that that was good <laughs> and so if people want to catch up social media learn more about what the game uh, what's going on with the game tune in for future updates where should people go yeah, go to Cult of the Lamb on Twitter and Massive Monster on Twitter as well. I think that's where they—that's that's where all the hot goss is. I think, or you can go on the Discord as well. I think it's Massive Monster. Yes, it is Massive yep. Monster. So yeah, you know, I, 
I think fortunately at the moment it's kind of all over the socials, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so we shouldn't have to look too hard. Yes. And what about yourself? <laughs> For anyone who wants to get in contact, see what you're up to, learn about what you've been doing. Oh get yeah, more, I'm. Uh, Lamb Goss. I'm Harrison Gibbons on Twitter. INS for Gibbons. Uh, I don't you know, really tweet much, but you know, chuck me a follow if you want to. <laughs> awesome. Make um, sure to do it. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, I'm in the Discord for Massive Monster. You know, fixing bugs and stuff. There's your opportunities there. Yeah, you can send me a bug or two. I'd love to. I love nothing love when enjoys more people's... than Ah, oh, yes. Especially when friends send me bugs. It's like thanks, guys. That's what you I just love. Couldn't give me a break <laughs> for like a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, thanks for having me on the show, Paul. It's been I've, I've had a blast. It's been great not a problem whatsoever. Yeah, thank you for, yeah. for coming on and, and sharing this journey so far. And I mean, we've touched on a lot. You know, me being the old fart that I am, like you're 24. There's so much ahead, and I, I think I speak for everyone who's kind of listening in today to say like we can't wait to see what comes next. So thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Yeah, yeah, I I can't wait to see what what comes next as well. And and I trust I will see you in a couple of months in oh, Melbourne yeah. Yeah, for I'll Games Week. Yeah, I'll be uh, there. Looking forward to it. Uh, we'll have a good chat then and can officially meet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, that was one of the cool things about catching up with Julian and oh, it was, I suppose Julian was years and years ago, but yeah, Will, even recently. Yeah. But, uh, who knows? Like everyone who's attending PAX, you might get the chance to, to catch the guys as well. So keep your eyes out and you might get a, get to pick their brains shortly and please don't flag any bugs if you're seeing them at PAX. <laughs> no, they'll celebrate. be all fixed. There will not be a single Nothing bug. Nothing by that time comes By out. then. I promise. No, I don't promise you that. <laughs> It'll be a perfect squeaky clean experience. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We've, it's so late in the show. Don't worry. People, people uh, have already embraced the feel and we'll toss that one out and not, nothing to worry okay, about. Okay, good. 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 Uh, listeners, <laughs> as always, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. That concludes this entry of Dev Diary. Be sure to subscribe to this feed, share it with your friends, and give us a five-star review to help boost the show up the charts for greater exposure. If you have any people you'd like to reach out to an interview, then please find me at Paul James Games on Twitter to help me get in touch with them. Until our next episode, however, it's been Harrison's story. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next time.